I'm Kate Daniels. We don't need to look too far to see that the holiday season is truly around us. The very special part of the holidays is the giving, and I feel that in recent times we've begun to take this to a new level, recognizing that most of us have enough or more than we need. We're wanting to give where there is a need, and thus was born Giving Tuesday. That's coming up in just a couple of days, and our chosen charity is Ronald McDonald House Charities. It's such an incredible and important place. Diana Finnerty is the executive director here in Seattle, and she joins us to help us see what goes on in the buildings and with the families and with the community it builds. Diana Finnerty, good morning, and thank you so, so greatly for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I am just feeling so privileged because of the work that you do and the collaboration that we have going on uh, between our station and yourself, uh, yourself being Ronald McDonald House Charities, uh, that uh, it's just such an exciting time. It's kind of the best of everything that could happen at this time, I think. It is. I actually love this time of year anyway. And here at the house, the holidays are just Nobody really wants to be at the Ronald McDonald House for for holidays, but the fact that they are here means that we have an opportunity to do really special things. And so sometimes we can make really wonderful, warm memories during the middle of a horrible time uh, for a family, and that just feels great. That it's Our whole staff gets into that feeling of what can we do for the holiday season for people who have to be here. And, of course, that's it. Our health doesn't take a break. Things that go on uh, with our health and with just all sorts of things that go on in the world, there's no time that there is a pause. So during this holiday time when we're thinking about fun and festivities and really getting uh, a lot of, what, partying and decorating done, there are these children who are in really trying circumstances And what's great, though, as you were saying at Ronald McDonald House, they get a chance to have something that is fun and puts a different perspective on it, doesn't it? Yeah, it it really does. And we try really hard to make it be, well, as much like home as we can. Um, I love the holiday dinners here. We we, um, probably will have like 200 people for Christmas dinner, and we have volunteers come in and cook, which just... I love that piece about the house. There's just so much heart here. You know, volunteers give up their holiday to come and cook all day on Christmas and serve dinner. We have another group who does Christmas brunch. So for a family, you can wake up on Christmas morning and, yes, you're at the Ronald McDonald House instead of your own house, but you have Christmas um, breakfast and Christmas dinner, and it feels very festive And uh, during the dinner. And we have a we have a really fun Santa night, too, and um, people are just so generous. We have a photographer who comes and does um, really beautiful portraits of the kids at Christmas so their families get to have them and take them home with them. Uh, we have a family, the same family's done a special uh, cra- Christmas craft for years, and they come on Santa night and do the craft. We have a, On Christmas Eve, we have another amazing donor group who pays for any... Um, family whose child is well enough to go on an Argosy cruise and have dinner on Christmas Eve. It's just, you know, there just are, there are so many kind-hearted and, and generous people that it just, it really makes the season feel even more special here, I think. 
as you are describing this, Diana, the feeling I get is this is the essence. This is really the meaning that we're looking for at this time of year, where we're able to give these feelings, these gestures to really give something that has meaning beyond what real actual dollars and cents and things mean. There's so much heart in this. Yeah, I agree. It's my favorite part of my job is is the heart. It it just makes you feel very um, proud of the people who in our community who step up time and time again and just do amazingly uh, generous things. And the families, uh, it's an interesting. I've had so many families say to me over the years um, about the groups who come and cook dinners here. You know, we have we have lots and lots of volunteer groups four to six nights a week, they come in and make dinner for the family. So you come home from the, the day at the hospital and, and dinner's waiting. It's such a wonderful thing to do. And so many families have said to me, you know, they don't even know us and they're volunteering their time and they're here. And that just makes me feel so supported in a time that I feel so alone with what's happening to our family. And, and I think that's why we say to people, it's, it's so much more than dinner you're providing or so much more than cleaning if you come here for a work day. The families who stay here just feel so amazingly supported by the Seattle community. And they just they say over and over, they don't even know us, and they come here and volunteer their time and, and cook dinner. And I, I just feel really proud of that. I, I think our community is just amazingly generous with time and, and money. That is just so incredible. And that is a good lead-in at this moment as you're describing this wonderful scene that is going to unfold in the next month all around the holiday season, that we each have an opportunity to participate. We won't necessarily be there physically, but by donating of ourselves, donating of funds, and it doesn't take a lot, we can there be there with our heart, with our emotions. And so isn't this a, a wonderful opportunity? Yes, we are really excited about it. I, I am really excited to see what will happen in a, in a couple of days and see how many people um, in your audience base will feel like they want to be a part of it. And we will be so appreciative of, of any donation. We will put it all to really good use. We, we are full and we will be full all the way through the holiday season. And actually, so here's what we're talking about, where every single one of us that hears this and has an opportunity because of social media to really connect with others and make this ripple in the pond just grow and grow, and it could grow worldwide, right? Yeah, it could. <laughs> it could. And so it's it's this wonderful thing, really, again, that essence of what this very special holiday season is about, and it's Giving Tuesday. I know. <laughs> That's a wonderful tie-in, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's and it's a and it's a wonderful kickoff to to the whole giving season, I think. It's um I know people get weary of shopping, they get weary of the commercialization, but you can do so many things from the heart and this is one of them. Um pretty much anything we do here is is from the heart and families you know, you they're just struggling. If they, many families have been here for months, and that is so hard to be away from um, family, friends, a job for months. You're just you're worried about everything. You're worried about your, in addition to your child, you're worried about money. You're worried about your house. Um, just not not being connected anymore, in, in, back at your own community. 
And it, I think it makes just any gesture feel so much more important and more meaningful during those times. Exactly. Yes. So, so we've already planted that seed. Giving Tuesday is coming up in just a couple of days. And using Pound Giving Tuesday on your mobile device, you can so easily connect and be part of this wonderful celebration, this real special giving of the heart. Right, Diana? Yeah, I I am really excited about it. I think it's a great idea. And I hope a great oppor- that people feel like it's a great opportunity to, to be a part of what's going on here. And, and, um, and I, and I want to be really clear about any donation would be welcome here um, as part of Giving Tuesday. And if people would like, if that's not available, if people would like to volunteer or do something later in the year, we're always here. Absolutely. That's the thing, is that this is a great time and an opportunity, but if the timing isn't right, the opportunity really never goes away. The need is always there, because I'm. there's really never a day all year long that goes by that the house isn't probably mostly full. Is that right, Diana? That's right. We're always full, and we always have a waiting list. Goodness. So that's how full you are. So let us get a vision of if we've we certainly have heard of Ronald McDonald House. But here in the Seattle area, how big an entity is this? We are a pretty big Ronald McDonald House. We have three separate buildings and they're all along 40th Avenue Northeast. Um, For you listening, you know, that's right by Children's, I hope. Uh, 40th runs kind of parallel to Sandpoint. And the buildings are a little bit different. Our largest house has 48 rooms, and the rooms are very much like hotel rooms. They each have their own private bathroom. Um, But then we have huge communal spaces. So the idea is you have your own private bedroom and bathroom, but then you share kitchens and you share some really fun spaces. In our large house, we have a theater. We have a huge playroom for the kids. We have a big lobby. Um, We have a kind of cozy little living room area and a place where families can check out videos, games. Uh, we have all gaming systems the kids can check out. Um, our, and our kitchens are huge. They're, they're the heart of the house, really. They're wonderful. The coffee pot's always on. There's just always someone you can find to talk to, to share with. Everyone's going through the same thing. Everyone's scared to death about their kids. Everyone's far from home. And so we try hard to make the kitchen really be just like home, right? It's where you hang out. You you sit at the table and talk. Um, people, families ha- can have friends come and visit them here. It just, it feels, um, the lobby looks a bit like a hotel, only larger and, and maybe a bit warmer and homier. And then the communal spaces just really feel like places where people gather. We we have a smaller house, the same model, um, with 22 rooms. And then we have um, an apartment building with 10 apartments for kids who just really can't be even in our sort of protected um, environments of our other houses. And those kids are usually just finishing bone marrow or stem cell transplants. And those apartments have their own kitchens and their own laundry facilities because the kids just can't be around anyone. So that apartment is a little bit different. There there isn't communal space there. But, um, But when the groups come to cook dinners in our big communal kitchens, a parent is welcome to go over and get trays of food and bring it back to the apartment so that it takes a little bit of the burden of grocery shopping and having to cook for that seriously ill child to 
just getting over a pretty tough procedure. That is a, a really an incredible awareness. I never was aware of having this apartment building. Of course, it makes sense as you describe it. But, you know, that's the thing. Unless we're going through such a trial, we have no idea. And so this is another reason why it's so important to have this conversation is so we have this greater awareness and then we can have this compassion and empathy with the families who are having to deal with all of this. I think that's right. I I think if you're children are are healthy you you don't really think about it very much and um i didn't at least before and lots of people who live in seattle say to me you know i i i never been there i don't really know where it is i kind of have this general knowledge about a ronald mcdonald house but, but then when people come to volunteer cook dinner and we have amazing volunteers um i don't know it's kind of life-changing i think i think it makes you appreciate everything you have um or have gone through, and, and even people who've had really difficult times in their own lives, sometimes when they volunteer, they they feel like they want to give back just because of that. But um, it just makes you feel like, I'm healthy, my kids are healthy, oh my gosh, this is, I, I need to do something to help someone else. And when we get that awareness, we realize we have so much then, and we do not need another trinket, another piece of stuff that maybe what we can do as a family or as an individual, as a couple, is think of taking what we would spend and donate it in this way to families who are far away from their own home and their own connections to be in this strange city, their child undergoing really tough procedures. We can be kind of like an angel for them. Yeah, you totally can. In fact, we have the most amazing story for this, our Christmas dinner, which costs about $1,000 for us to put Christmas dinner on at the house. And this year, our Christmas dinner is being funded by an Alaskan family who whose child was here for many months um, when she was younger. And, and they just, you know, they had to completely relocate and we're just here month after month after month and now she's doing well um they're just so grateful they decided as a as an extended family instead of presents to each other they're going to fund christmas dinner at the ronald mcdonald house for all the families here as a way to send support to families still struggling through a time much like they did isn't that a great oh that holiday story it's it, it almost leaves me speechless. It is so phenomenal that it just captures again this whole essence of what is so meaningful in our lives, and then to have this immense gratitude and to want to share it with the community. It's it's so amazing and wonderful. Yeah, it, it's it was um, it was a really fun day for all of us here when when they emailed and said they that this is what they wanted to do for Christmas. It just felt so great, to not only to hear from them and that she was doing well, but that they still felt so connected and wanted to help families who are here right now. So that's another piece of this, is how Ronald McDonald House really builds a community. Yes, you go home and, and you get into that life, but obviously it just leaves this... It, uh, kind of like a, a wonderful tattoo on the heart. That you, you know? <laughs> That's a great phrase. 
I think it does. And and sometimes even if the journey is just horrible for parents and you know, it's not even something they want to think about, maybe maybe their child didn't make it, sometimes they still feel like it was a it was not a journey they wanted to go on, but they met so many people along the way and and the house will always be a part of those memories and we hear from lots of people after they've they've gone back home. Um uh, we get Christmas cards from from lots of families um sometimes for years after they've been here. And the thing that I love the most is the support between families. You know, it's, it's sometimes just hearing um another mom say, "Yes, we had my son had so much trouble with that medication while he was going through chemo as well or um, this nurse was really special and um, or were they were able to switch a therapy appointment to be with a friend or just to give tips or support or to say we felt exactly the same way but it gets better um, or just to see people you know sharing food or or offering to cook dinner if somebody on a night we don't have a, a, a dinner group just to, to help a family that's just really struggling because everybody's been there and everybody knows they may be there again while they're here. It's it's really an important piece, I think, is the, is the family-to-family connection as well. I get the sense that that is part of the healing process, too. It's uh, just another layer of what is there to help families, and that's why Ronald McDonald House is so important and such an invaluable service to bring these families together so that they are one bigger family, encouraging and supporting each other. Yeah, I I think it is. I I think just not feeling so alone when you're going through something so scary is really is very valuable. I think it helps center you. And, you know, the parents just need to be so strong throughout many months of treatment often that I feel like anything we can do to help shore them up is really important. Absolutely. And so volunteering is another way to give. Perhaps um, financially it's not quite in the picture, but maybe in addition to the finances, the idea of wanting to personally be a part of this wonderful organization of Ronald McDonald House throughout the year. You have a lot of volunteers. How many actually do you have, Diana? We probably have nearly 500 volunteers a month here. And that includes um, the dinner groups, which um, we always need dinner groups. So if anybody listening wants to do that, we want to talk to you. It's it's one of the most wonderful things. You just feel like you're giving so much. You get dinner ready and then you serve when the families come home. So that's a that's a huge thing to do here. Our front desk is staffed by volunteers all during the day, uh, three-hour shifts. We have volunteer van drivers. We have um, oh, therapy dogs. We have therapy dogs um, for the kids um, throughout the week almost every day, and those owners are of the dogs are just wonderful. They bring their dogs because the kids can't have pets here, so that's a really wonderful thing for them. We, have, we even have volunteers who sometimes just come and clean, which is, you know, really right next to angel-level volunteering. <laughs> so, yeah, they help clean. They help deep clean. They, do, they help straighten up the lobby. They help. They help with the, we have a big pantry. Families can... On nights when we don't have dinners, they can get food out of the pantry. They help organize that. We have people who do food drives for us and bring the food. It's just um, almost anything you can think of, we can fit it in as a volunteer. 
and we just have an amazing group of people who volunteer and support families. It sounds like whatever your talent, whatever your interest is, there is a place. We will a, find a place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is a gift again of the of the deepest kind, really from the heart, where you give of yourself to be there and give that talent, so that it it makes this wonderful place for these families to be. Yeah, that's exactly true. And and that makes such a difference. Often in the letters we get from families, they'll ask about specific volunteers. They they want to know, you know, they get involved. Everybody gets involved with everybody's lives. They want to know how they are, how their kids are, what's happening. It's it just it's like um, we try to we try to make it so that when you arrive here, you have an immediate community because we know you're going to miss your own community, and volunteers are a huge part of that. Incredible. So volunteering is this phenomenal thing. And really, that's one of the things here about our Puget Sound area, about the Northwest, is we are pretty high on volunteering. People really like to do this. They may not have thought of this, or maybe this is an addition to something else they're doing. How do they go about getting involved? We we do have a few steps, but we will make it easy. You, you just can go right on our website, which is... Uh, rmhcseattle.org, and we have a, a pull-down menu for volunteers, and it has all the information for volunteering. It has the jobs and the application to fill out, and it has a list of the orientations. We hold orientations here, uh, and you can just click on one and come and hear all about it. We have a wonderful volunteer coordinator, and she will take it from there. Terrific. So just a very special, as you said, next to angel level, some of those volunteers yes. is is what this is all about, a, a very special way of giving. It really is, and I, I agree. I think the Puget Sound region is just, uh, I we are always amazed at whatever we need. People are here to help, and and that's just been true for so many years here. And Thinking of the families that are there, uh, I think you mentioned that when it comes to some of the meal preparations, families actually do come in and prepare a meal together? Yeah, they can. Um, we, the kitchens are big enough. People can decide to host a dinner together. We've had birthday parties here. We had a wedding here one time. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, we really try and make it be... Let's be as flexible as we can for whatever's going on. Um, families do often eat together, share share food. Um, they help with each other's kids. It's just, you know, the kids, often kids going through long-term chemo and radiation, they just, food's tough, it doesn't taste good, they don't feel well, they feel nauseated. So just trying to get them to eat anything or if someone makes something special that sounds good, it might it might appeal to another child as well. It, it just lots and lots of heartwarming things happen here, and we've we've had many times we've had kids who have been you know we have a lot of kids who are who are in and out. They may have they may live in Montana or Idaho, and they may need series of surgeries or long term care for a chronic condition. So they're in and out of the house and have been for years. We've had kids who've had like most of their birthday parties at the Ronald McDonald house, oh. and and you know. Uh, we actually we have another wonderful um, volunteer who holds monthly birthday parties here for all the kids who have birthdays in that month, in addition to whatever their families might do. So 
it it does become home to many families, and um, it, it, that's just part of the wonderful piece of being involved here. I think is that is that you start you start uncovering more and more layers of. It's just life goes on wherever you are, right? Exactly. Yes. And then with the volunteers, finding that special talent they have that I'm thinking in terms of the birthday party and having that once a month, someone obviously loves birthdays. So to take that and make it into something that really is meaningful and to do it more than, you know, perhaps your own immediate family, it really fulfills a real niche for that particular volunteer. I know, and it's a wonderful <laughs> thing to do. It's just something, the fun that we can count on every month. Ew, isn't that great? And for the kids to know that, that if their birthday happens to be coming up in a month that they get there, to know, oh, we're still going to have a special party for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. So, so critically important. And we have a toy room for just those times when... You know, a child just might need something special, not only birthday, but maybe facing a tough medical procedure or just really not feeling well. We have a whole toy room that we can let parents pick things, and everything in that room is donated all year long. Wow. Again, you know, the generosity of of our community, of people just in general, and it is just wonderful. We need to hear about this. We need to see it and know that we can all be part of it because certainly by joining together like this, we are all so much greater, aren't we? I think we are. I think it makes all of us feel like we're just doing a little bit better. Yes, absolutely. It gives us so much hope and really a, a much uh, a, a greater feeling of, you know, a better tomorrow and a brighter tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree. Yes. Yeah. It's. Um, I, I think anyone who volunteers probably feels like they. Uh, many people have told me here, longtime volunteers, that they feel like they get more out of it than the families do. Um, certainly, there's something there on both sides that just makes a nice connection um, between humans. I think. Yes. Yes. And we realize how. In so many ways, we are then so similar. Rather than seeing differences, we see how we are so connected. And that heart connection is is one that is so, so strong. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I think it does. And I think it also expands your own community as a volunteer. I mean, you, you really do feel like you have this whole other group of people that you can be connected to and that appreciate you. And um, it's, it's, um, It really is a nice thing. I I can't say enough about people who are willing to make that commitment to to be a weekly volunteer. Yes, absolutely for certain. And so here we are in this holiday season. It's just such a, a, a magical time of the year. We look forward to it so much. And to make it really special, I think this has been such a wonderful opportunity, Diana, to have you share with us about the incredible things that happen and how we can be involved with Ronald McDonald House. It just happens to be our chosen charity for this particular year for the movement for Giving Tuesday, right? Yes, and thank you. Thanks for choosing us. Thank, thanks to everyone who decides to be a part of it. It is so meaningful to us. We we really, really appreciate it. And it's we're just really excited to, to welcome everybody in on, on Giving Tuesday. Yes, and we've certainly heard 
about all the ways that any of the funds, how regardless of the amount, every single penny, every single dollar it comes together. It just all of a sudden is transformed into something that really makes a difference for Ronald McDonald House Charities. Exactly. We, we will be grateful for every single donation. And as we heard, it is put to great use. There's a great need, and we can all help with that need. That's the key thing here, so that we can feel that we are doing something that's positive and constructive. You will be. (laughs) (laughs) We will be. Well, Diana Finnerty, it has been so wonderful to have you join us and give give us this at least very small insight into what is happening right here in our own community and how we can certainly be an important part of it. Uh, Thank you so greatly for this wonderful work that you do. And, of course, thank you for spending time with us this morning. Of course, and thank you. Thank you for choosing us and... Thank you to all of your listeners for their support. You bet. So naturally, you can give any time, all the time, in fact. But remember, in particular, we have a goal that we want to reach on this coming Tuesday. Pound Giving Tuesday is the way to enter a, a donation. $10 can be text to 206-488-0600. But whatever you can afford, do that. Or, as Diana was telling us, volunteering, giving from the heart, is such a big way to do it. And many thanks.